And then next thing you know, she had a nude calendar. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, when we're going to go on sale shortly. <laughs> oh, probably next year, I think, but the boys have got a nude calendar out. Yeah. Welcome to the Ted Shed. Jason here. Joined with me always is my co-host, Glenn. Hello. We come from Springfield, Queensland. We talk about everything local and beyond, and nothing is off limits. Nothing. Absolutely nothing, including your clothes. No, if you're in the nude calendar. <laughs> <laughs> mate, welcome. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, been a big week. Um, yeah, started a new job this week, and... Uh, Kicking, kicking along, so yeah, having a bit of fun. Been out to the uh, AFL Grand Final on Sunday. Um, uh, it probably wasn't the result we we're after. Um, and then, what have you been up to, mate? I heard you uh, went out on a bit of a boys' trip. Yeah, well, been November, go away every year over to uh, Morton Island, beautiful part of the world. Um, yeah, and just spent a, a weekend over there with some mates doing you know things for for men's mental health. So. Um, unfortunately, once again, I missed out on the, the Movember um, Momen um, Gala dinner. Oh, yeah, the Gala dinner Friday uh, night. Yeah, you attended that one. Um, so I missed out on that, but th- was fortunate enough to catch up tonight to um, you know, get over to Springfield um, Orion there and um, grilled and yep. catch up and have a burger with everyone and, and help raise some more money because we're pretty much at the end of the month now. So. Yeah, 30th of November today. Is it 31 in November or just 30? I can't 30 remember. 30 days has September, April, June and November. I never learnt that riff. All the rest, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I haven't so, learnt a lot of things in my life just quietly, but anyway. Yeah. You think, where do these day. people know all this shit, right? Where does that come from? Oh, I don't know. It's, how do our brains hold so much information? It is. But anyway, so... aliens, you reckon? <laughs> yeah, some people have different amounts of RAM in there than others, right? Oh, I've got a big RAM outside. I don't have much RAM between my legs, but let me tell you. <laughs> All right. So, and and I guess um, yeah. While we're out to dinner, um, mm-hmm. our good friend Howie showed up. Oh, the pie eating champion. And yeah, and so we've invited him along, and he joins us here in the Ted Shed tonight. Howie, how are you? I'm um, well, thanks, boys. Thanks for the invite. Nice and close to that mic, mate, so we can hear you. Sounds a bit girly there, mate. Yeah, it's just... you know how it is, mate. There we <laughs> go. Be back in the Ted Shed. Welcome back to the Howard. It's just yeah, <laughs> Howie's house. So, mate, so you came along on the um, on the weekend over to Morton. What were your thoughts? You want to give us a, a wrap of what that trip's like? Yeah, it's just a, a good bunch of guys. No, no egos. No. Hold on, no, now you I, went, didn't you? Thanks, thanks, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. Have, no, have another sip, mate. Keep drinking. <laughs> but no, it was good. Um, just guys going going over there, just having a, having a few drinks, having a good time. Just no stress to do anything. Just kick back and turn off for the, for the weekend. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and the weather was perfect. So oh, yeah. We'd obviously been, yeah, we'd been threatened with a bit of you know, bad weather in the, in the lead up. And then, um, yeah, the weather turned out to be perfect. And uh, it did storm, but we were all back on the barge and heading across the bay when it did hit. So perfect. absolutely perfect. How many guys did you have this year? Uh, we had I 19 last year. this year. 19. Yeah. Yeah, nice. That's really so good. Six good cars. Age range. Six, Six cars, cars this year. A yeah. couple of newbies, I hear. Yeah. Yeah. So aged from about 18 up to probably... How old were Kevy and... Oh, my God, a couple of them in the, what, early 70s? Yeah, so early yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah, so it seems to be, you know, a part of that trip is um, what we're seeing now. I mean, we've obviously been doing it for a few years. Um, a lot of the, the guys in the group, their kids are now 18, right? So the, the criteria to come along is you've got to be 18. Um, but, yeah, we're seeing some of the younger fellas, you know, who are now turning over. So I think this year we saw about three, three new lads come oh, along. Oh, how'd they go? <laughs> yeah, that was good. I know <laughs> we had Riley last year. He didn't go real well. <laughs> yeah, there was... Um, yeah, a couple of sore heads, um, but mm. they were mostly from schoolies, right? So they were already recovering oh. from schoolies and then basically spent the weekend winding down. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. It, was a good, it was a good event by all, and, um, yeah, it's, it's just lovely to get away with a group of guys. You know, once again, you know, there's no egos there. Everyone's just, just chilled and, um, you know, three days away, mm. just, just, you know, detoxing. Do you reckon it should be longer? Do you think three days is enough? Do you think you just start to wind down and then all of a sudden you're back on the barge going back to reality? Uh, I don't it know. Is a ni- it is a nice break, just those three days, though. It's mm. good just to get away. Yeah. It's not too long. You're not over there. Yeah, well, getting bored. You spend, the more time you spend together, the more the more you may get those tensions. Mm. There's sort of friction there, but three days is enough. You can you can spend and yeah, enjoy and you get each to other's see company. That, that time as well, right? I mean, because yeah. our normal a normal schedule is, you know, we head over on a Friday morning. I mean, you came last year. Yeah. Um, we head yeah. over on the Friday morning and then, you know, we cruise up to the northern end of the island, set up camp and sort of get a... Yep. Is no, that right? rain? Yeah, I'm just checking the rain. Yeah, hey, sorry. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow, yeah, I was going to say, it's a very different setup. So I don't know if that's coming through on the mics, but um, yeah. normally we couldn't film or, or record in here when it's raining, but it's absolutely yeah. bucketing down. It's and bucketing down, yeah, I, think, I can hear I, it through my headphones. Yeah, yeah, I think the compressor is trying to cut that out and it right. comes on and off when I'm talking. Okay. Um, so it might sound a bit different, but yeah, it's, I mean, hey, look, we can at least have a chat with it. Absolutely mm. bucketing down in a tin shed. It's good for the grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you noticed that? Have you noticed the suburbs? Like, we've had so much rain mm. recently, right? And it only takes, like, what, two to three weeks without rain mm-hmm. and everything's gone brown. Yeah, because uh, when you get a lot of rain, here's a bit of grass information. Mm. Of course, there's you know grass info yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, when you have lots of rain, your roots don't need to go as deep. Right. So, just in, we call them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, but on, honestly, sorry, back to it. So, your roots don't go as deep. And then what happens is um, when we get a really big dry spell, like we've seen just recently and like mm. you said everything goes brown within two weeks is because those roots aren't deep enough to keep finding the water yeah right. so obviously as your layer of dirt you know dries out it dries out from the top and works its way down once it goes down past the root the roots are dry <laughs> you don't want a dry root but anyway so yeah like i said Sorry. i don't know we, we we can always hear it like we hear cars go past and everything else and we're probably hearing the rain, but maybe on the playback, you know, like we always are surprised. We sit there and yeah. go, oh, listen to that. And then yeah. we listen back we don't and go, hear it. we didn't hear it. So everyone's like, what are they talking about? But yeah, no, but honestly, with the rain also, okay. like you'll see if your brown, brown is grass. If your grass is brown, um, natural rain just turns it really green overnight pretty much. Like the, the nutrients and the iron and everything in the, yeah, just in the rain yeah. just bang. It's yeah. absolutely, I mean, it, was, it hasn't been real, it's been drizzling tonight, but it's absolutely teeming down now. It is, it? it's good, mate, filling up the pool and watering the grass. That's I love great. it. Yeah. So well, anyway, just to wrap up that, that, that Morton trip, so yeah, the Friday we basically go set up camp, um, we all get up and have a breakfast on the Saturday morning, depending on the tides, you know, we want to go on a low tide, but we normally do a lap around the island, so yeah. we'll, we'll head up the north, go maybe the lighthouse or Champagne and... Um, this year we tried to go up there and, and when we did it was still on a very high tide actually higher than normal so couldn't get to some places in the north so we just sort of went through the inland track and um, over to Blue Lagoon then we head south um, you know hang some time on the beach head south go across to the gutter bar have lunch um, swing back get some oysters head back up to camp you know and nice. that's that's sort of taken us to like the majority of a full day yeah um, and then yeah we just crack around have some dinner sit by the fire etc yeah, nice. like that and um and then Sundays, yeah, pack up, get up, relax, head to the barge. Mm. How'd you go, Howie? Did you get hung over at all? Did you get? I think you have to stop drinking to get hung over. <laughs> so I think we were okay on that front. <laughs> Probably more Monday morning than, than any oh, yeah. time over the weekend. Were you back to work Monday? Yeah. Oh, that's hard. That's always fun. Yeah. yeah. After a weekend like that. But the, vehicle, the vehicles do come back lighter. The vehicles come back lighter. They come back way lighter. It's amazing oh, yeah. Yeah, how much... Um, Alcohol? Uh, yeah, yeah, cans and bottles that go over there. <laughs> and then, um, you know, we obviously contribute all of those into the, there's the, like the recycling facilities over there. So all mm. the bottles and cans go into there. Goes to the bushfire thing over there, isn't it? Rural Fire Brigade? Is that right? I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. No. Really? I, I don't know. No, but I, I mean, I look, it's, last year. at least they're separating and collecting that, right? So how mm. are the, the funds have been used to put back in the island or Yeah, that's or good. Whatever. Some um, vehicles also come back with bush mechanic parts on them. <laughs> oh, which are always handy while you're on a drive. Yeah. I heard yeah. about the thumb mechanic. Yeah, twice, twice no, now. That's yeah, two, two years apart. So the story, the story there is, um, I don't drive my my car much. It parks most of the time, right? Um, but but pre trip inspections, the bushes are there, right? Yeah, you can't really tell what state they're in, but you can see that you know when you do it once over. Um, but it just yeah, two years in, not in a row. Right, but in the first, I think two years ago when I went over, um, day two on that, that long trip down, there's so many corrugations through different sandy bits and that. When I've noticed, I got down to the southern end of the island, there's a bit of a rattle going, what's that? Something's not right. Um, you know, trying to chase it. And it, it turned out that in that first year, my, um, the bushes on the top of my shock had just turned to powder. Mm-hmm. Right, so they're obviously still there, but just all of that you know, aggregation and, and yeah. whatever vibration has disintegrated them. So crack out a pair of thongs, you know, pluggers, put yep. that over the top and, and make a bush. Was Howie in the front that year? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was Howie yes, in the back this year. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so then after that, after that Sorry, trip, Howie. after that trip, it was a full bush, you know, bull, full bush replacement on the suspension. Yeah. I know. Right, People not, have bushes these days. It's pretty smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, my, my nav still has a bush. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, so, school. 
it is. It's an 08. So the um, suspension was done and the front shocks were done, but the rears were fine. So I had left them last year, no problem at all. This yeah. year, go over there, same thing, get down the southern end of the island and Howie, it's like, and we checked in the back, and there's a couple of empty cans. Was Howie in the back? No, Howie's in the front. Oh, in the front. Was he um, eating a pie a couple of weeks before? So <laughs> extra weight. Just, yeah, he's on the left. So just like something's rattling down there, and like same thing. You know, after a day and a half of you know pretty rigorous forward driving, get underneath and have a look, and yeah, the um, the bushes on my right shocks they'd let go. Jesus. So you know, I'm slowly every trip there. I guess you know the the, the moral of that is, even though you think your car's mechanically sound and looks great. Um, when you put them under that stress, you know, mm. the, the, the components fail. So anyway, it was enough. I didn't have a pair of thongs on me because I'd actually blown my pluggers the day before oh. on the Friday. And so you threw them out? Yeah, well, I left them at camp. So someone else <laughs> has rocked up and they've, they've donated a, um, a thong. I think it was the left foot. It was the left foot. Yeah. It was, it was oh. the story because right he's in the car. So who was it? Who donated? Sort of um, it was Clem. Clem's Clem thongs. Yet. Did you say, hey, Clem, did you... <laughs> Did you uh, lose a thong? He goes, nah, mate, I fucking found one. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a story to it. So he's walking around with just a right thong, and the left thong became, I fashioned a, um, a set of bushes out of that and fixed the car up, and, you know, they're still in there today. Wow, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Do you take a bit of a tool kit? Um, yeah, normally just have enough, you know, like rattle gun and, and a few other, other things, but I think the, the staple for a, for an, uh, a Navara, a D22, is, is a spare pair of thongs. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should take a spare pair of bushes. <laughs> Just yeah, well, I can't take everything, um, exactly. but like it, it just like it was actually quite funny because we rocked up. It was almost the same place, right? It's almost the same, same place three years in a row. You've had issues there, Jase. <laughs> yeah, well, let's not let's not talk about the um the tire. Oh, I think that was, was your. I think you're in the in the front then, Glenn. Was I? Yeah. With the tire. Yeah. Did you what? I remember that. No, uh, I I'd um you know when you go and deflate, right? I I drop my pressures down everywhere. Um, but what I had done on, I think it was my, my um, passenger rear, I hadn't reseated the stem properly, oh. right? I, I must have knocked it or twisted it out. So what happened is by the time I got down the bottom of the aisle and I'm going, oh, my God, i got a puncture or, you know, this tyre's deflated. Oh, I wasn't there that year. That was the year before. No, it was last, no, year. It was last year. Was it last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. At the Oyster Bar. God, I had, wasn't even <laughs> drinking. It was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we put it up. Oyster Bar, mate. Put it at, oh, the, at the, the oyster, oyster place. Bar. Put it up on the flat slab there, and the same, right. same place I did the bushes this year. Yeah, right. So, that so guy that's... at the oyster bar must be going, "Oh fuck, <laughs> it's this guy again." <laughs> <The> fucking <nerves laughs> <back>. <laughs> the Fucking, how did he even like get another year here? Oh, anyway, bring out yeah. the vehicle, Jack. So that yeah. was that was a rotation. Yeah, rotation of just a tire, and then when I, when I checked the other one, I realised that you know, as soon as I took the, the cap off, the basic of the stem was just bouncing around in there. Oh so, yeah, right. So the really simple things can you know you can come undone, mm. right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, very good. What has been going on in your world, Mr. Howard? Pie From man. the neutral days and the pie man to how is the uh, current champion at eight, what was it, seven minutes 43? Eight? eight minutes 48. Oh, eight yeah. minutes that, 48. Sorry, sorry, I'm dyslexic. That rain, yeah. I don't know, mate, surely someone can hear that in the background now. That's, that's louder right. than we're at the footy, but if that is, uh, that's coming down. If, yeah, if, if you can hear that, if, hear that rain, subscribe to the Ted Shed. Ted Shed, yeah, subscribe, <laughs> get in there, get wet. <laughs> Let us know. Did you hear the rain in episode yeah, wet in the Ted shit? Better than a dry route, Howie, like I said. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The old grass route. But um, what was it? Eight minutes 48. Eight minutes 48. So, oh, wow. And, and as I think Jason um, referenced to earlier on earlier podcast, the old fine cotton affair, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was a ring late ring-in, <laughs> um, which always happy to do. Happy to yeah. help out a uh, great cause. Yeah, um, and I think as you said that you know that I've got a competitive spirit. And, yes, you know, I knew you were going for the and job. Don't like to be beaten. So. Yeah, you don't like to be beaten, and you can eat. So that's always, that always good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. we'll be back again next year to defend the title. How are you going to have another crack? Yeah, we'll fucking nobody's having another crack unless you're back, Jason. You no want to have a go? Way. No, no, no. I think, I, I think no. it's actually the Ted shed that's. That's, uh, that has to be has to come back now. So. Yeah, I'm going to put him in for the Ted Shed and Glen Wright painting, and he can eat two fucking pies and probably eat them before everyone else anyway. <laughs> if if they're yeah. cooler, it might be all right. It might still be oh, the record. Yeah. Dude, tell you all right. I've only took about three about days to get feeling back in my mouth, so wow. it wasn't too bad. That's nuts. <laughs> How was your poo the next day? Big. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a baby's arm. It was it well. <laughs> A kilo of sour potato would do that to you. That <laughs> <laughs> oh. was the first initial bit hard. It did like bring a tear to my to eye. <laughs> <laughs> Just packing them. Oh, packing them up. Yeah. Oh. No. 
Isn't that a place in Melbourne? Packingham? Packingham. Packingham yeah. Upper? Packingham, yeah. yeah. So, Harry, we said, over the, and I think it was, um, was it a, a couple of episodes, actually, maybe even the last one, where we, we spoke mm. about, um, yeah, the fact that we won the pie, and I'll even claim that as a part of the Ted shit. Going, we won. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did win. Yeah, we did. It was your well, team strategy, mate. Yeah. <laughs> we're, like, yeah. we're like the engineers in a Formula One team. Yeah, we, we did say we're we doing the numbers you. and we're like, we're going to get the... The most competitive and the biggest eating guy in town to yeah. drive our car. Yeah, exactly. We've got a pie strategy, right? Yeah. Not a pit stop strategy. No. We go, go hard, hard. You've got three minutes, Harry. Go hard. Yeah. Go hard. Have a slow. Have a drink. Yeah. Next year, in. we'll get him some numbing cream for the top of his mouth. He'll probably do it in six minutes. <laughs> True? Oh, possibly. I reckon you That's would, a good mate. shot. Do you think there's... So, so I've got to ask you this. Do you think there's anything you could do different next year? To, to go like better do you hold off a little bit and let the pie cool and then go harder or no not really I think it's just more with with that sort of now I'm speaking like a like an eating champion well here. you are you <laughs> mate are. I've looked on the internet there's guys that are world champion renowned pie or yeah. eaters that eat two and a half kilos in eight minutes yeah. you're fucking right there mate you're the best pie eater in yeah. Australia <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, so, about that, yeah, so yeah. next, so next oh, year, if I you, reckon yeah. like we can put you up at the show. We can put you down there at the show. <laughs> yeah, the well, that's a strategy. I think we do another year local, right? We don't. We yeah, don't, we need to go we don't crack out international guy. too soon. Yeah, um, another season of, of pie eating, and then then we'll hit the big time. Yeah, hit the big so time. All, all our sponsorship spots are open at the moment. Yeah, so four and twenty pies, mate. Get on board. Four and twenty. There you go. Oh, did you start off, I mean, yeah, where did you start off? How did you start off on um, party pies and then work yourself up to four and twenties? And, <laughs> and party and pies are three months old, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh man! Well, look, you must be so proud. No, no, it was good. It was, yeah, it was good to have the family down there, which it was, was, was yeah, it was good. It was good to have our, and all the supporters of the Ted Shed. We had quite a fair, fair crowd there. Hell yeah! As you can see, as you can hear or see and see in the video, that you can get the chant going. Yeah, we yeah. did. We got the. I think we even got Howie. Uh, yeah, there was a chant. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, and that yeah. just pushed me over the line there. So was, that was it good? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Jesus, it's like a home ground nah, advantage. That's all you got to do to him. He bring in the bring in the Ted Shed crowd and how he just yeah. Boy, all you by. have to do is say the champion's almost finished as well. And last year's champion and yeah, he gave up. He looked <laughs> over and went off. Oh, no. Mark, there's no way I'm beating he, that he guy. Even, yeah. He even said that to me after. He goes, "Oh, I think I was going to beat my record from last year, but not by that much. Not by that much." See, that's what he's a fitness guy, is he? Oh, no, no, he owns no. raw energy. He's raw energy, yeah. Raw, yeah, so he's yeah. probably not committed to, you know, he's, he's not He's, he's not like eating kale fucking 90% of the year. Hey? He's eating kale 90% yeah. of the year. How is he's munching on meat pies in a hot box? What's kale, mate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, his training regime, that's why he couldn't better his time. I mean, no. we just brought in the machine and destroyed yeah. him. Mate, we brought in yeah. Australia's best pie eater. Yeah. And didn't even he lives know on it. servo hot boxes. And yeah, he lives on servo hot boxes. So tell us a bit how you mentioned that. So, um... I don't know if anyone who's listening to the Ted Shed ever, you know, followed our endeavours in Neutral Car Show. I mean, that was 52 episodes, and I think you joined yeah. us in Series 2, series didn't you? Series 2, yeah. 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 Um, you were a cameraman in Series 1. <laughs> I, was, I was the umbrella guy on the yeah, pilot that's, episode. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in 45-degree right. heat. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Anyone wants to see how his big start. That mm. was the... Yeah. Big start, all right. Look, the size the, of the bike. They're the pilot episode. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. How long ago was that? When oh. did we shoot... 2000 and shit, nine. 2009? First 2008. One? Would have been yeah, somewhere around that, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yep. there wasn't much development out that way then either. Nah. nah <laughs> we were actually <laughs> shooting, shooting on what's now known as the Centenary Highway, and you have cars. Well, we would be lucky to see a car when we did that. Yeah. And and a couple of people come thought... through the roundabout and just, you know, like, beep, beep, what are you guys doing? You know, yeah. Like, yeah, we're in a show. No, we haven't broken down. We're trying to film. Yeah. We're just fixing our bushes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed a couple of bushes <laughs> yeah. on that back highway. No, oh, let me God. tell you. Anyway, um, so so how? Yeah, so you, you're known from then, and then um, obviously your prowess is um, Springfield, and if not Queensland's most Australian mate. pie eater, he's the best Australian pie yeah. eater. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Yeah, until he goes into an Australian championship, though, I don't think we can claim that. Oh, I reckon he's can. yeah, he's world class, but he's world class. All right. right. So tell us, mate, like you were just saying, that you eat out of lunchboxes. Now, what do you do for a living? Like, what's Hot your boxes, job in lunchboxes. He hasn't um, taken lunch for 20 years, mate. He's <laughs> never packed a lunch in his life. He's yeah. never packed a lunch in his life. Ham and salad sandwich. Get fucked, mate. I'm going straight to the hot box. Oh. Sorry, Howie. That's, that's we like shouldn't Kyle, be so... what's that salad stuff, mate? Yeah, what's, yeah, yeah. What's, what's salad. No good story starts with I had a salad. Yeah, mate. Kale, isn't that Deborah's brother? Yeah. Sorry, Howie, mate. Yeah, so, so what do you do that you know, gets you out on the road and, and out um, leading such a, a healthy lifestyle? 
So what I do, I work for a, for a fuel company. So we look after, I look after and maintain service bulk fuel tanks. Uh, they seem to be a big thing at the moment with all the truck yards. And so what they are there is in, like they're just shipping containers with fuel, fuel cells inside them. So they've got double skinned and all these truck yards are putting them in their yards for their convenience. And just so when they do want to fill up their trucks, they've got 24-hour access to it. They're not dealing with retail customers with cars and that. And obviously, once you buy your fuel cheaper, like you buy it in bulk, it's going to be cheaper. Do they buy it a fair bit cheaper? I don't know their pricing. Know I just make sure that they can actually get out of their tank mm. and it doesn't It's basically spill. like a private servo. They just chuck it in, but you can, yeah, what, you pretty can much just carry it in, in a shipping container yeah, so, so they can lift in, lift out. So all they do is they just, they just have the, the trucks will come in whenever they run out of fuel, depending on the size. So they go anywhere from... Well, if they've run out of fuel, they won't be coming in. Well, the trucks will come in. <laughs> right. But the they'll go anywhere from 4,000 to 110,000 litre tanks we have. Wow. Yeah. 110,000 yeah. litres? So 48 foot tanks at about three and a half metres high. Oh. Wow. And so I think that's a lot of fuel, right? But yeah. I, saw, I was watching a doco on the Antonov, the world's biggest plane, right? And you talk about like 100,000. But you, like, yeah. what surprises me is when you hear about those aircraft, etc. Like the fuel loads that they carry and they go, oh, you know, it's burning, you know, 8,000 litres a minute. And you just what? go, what? Exactly. Holy shit. These massive heavy lift things. So, I mean, yeah. I mean a truck is obviously pretty efficient. Environment? I'm glad you're oh. driving a fucking electric car. Yeah. I know, but you're saying, like, yeah. so when, when you talk about the size of the tanks that you've got, like, I mean, that's obviously distributing down through trucks that are relatively efficient in comparison. Yeah. Like, how long do you, you know anything about the fueling cycles of those things? Like, are they... uh, it depends on, obviously, it depends on the size of the, the company that has the, the tanks the, the in their yards and how, how big their fleets are and how often, and like, whether they're doing interstate or just tra- travelling around Brisbane and just doing local couriering stuff. Yeah. Mm. So it just depends when, on where they go. I remember when we, if you're looking for consumption for fuels for yeah. a truck, yeah. when we went to Warrnambool in 2020, um, Jack Berry lent us his truck and trailer to go down. <clears throat> Excuse me. We averaged one litre per three kilometres. Wow. That's a lot, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Wow. So, so how far, how lot, far yeah. and wide? Like, when you, where do you go? Where do you, what sort of territory so, do you come I try and try stay around the obviously the Sunshine Coast, Gold Coast, Brisbane region. Um, we use a lot of contractors, like we get local Sparkies or local mechanics, whoever's around, because um, we do have. Is that the ones that are at rural, like at yeah? So we go all through Central Queensland as well. Yeah. So like Emerald, um, Longreach, Barcaldine, so a lot, lot of tanks out there up north. So it's hard, like you can't just have someone based in Brisbane to look mm. after all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And we've also got tanks in New South Wales and Victoria. So we've got local guys that will either, will hire, we don't really have anyone on staff at the moment, but we will get um, companies that we will affiliate with and they'll do their work for, work for us. Yep, just on a subcontractor Just on a subcontractor basis mm. and we just give them a call and yep. get them out. Yeah, so there's cool. a bit of time on the road then. So I still get a bit of time on the road, yeah. yeah so back on the tools now. I did, did have a couple of years off the tools there, but yeah, back on it now. And, and the problem with what I do at the moment, there's not no young people coming through doing the work. So I used to do service stations like the proper retail service stations, but well, like the pumps and that, or just like all, all the pumps, the point yeah. of sales, everything yeah. like that. I but, think you were doing that when I first met you. Yeah, yeah. No, because there's no trade for it, um, and everything now nowadays is you need that bit of paper, you need that trade. Mm. There's no young people coming through, and I know the national motoring body, Acapma. We're looking at getting a trade together, but because it's so diverse, the work you can do that they couldn't decide. I don't think they could decide on yeah. what what it was going to be. You've what got mechanical, you've be. got hydraulic, you've got electrical and electronic, mm. and it's just a big, big range of things. Yeah, yeah. How we mm. used to be in the navy. Yeah, yeah, I know. There was a few jokes because on the. Um Seaman boys trip this weekend there was another there was, <laughs> was a, that, there was a fellow seaman yeah was there another yeah, seaman yeah there's a lot oh, of seaman on that trip two seamans in the one joint mm. yeah and then they party when there's the two jokes. seamans in the one no <laughs> yeah, the jokes come out as soon as you go oh, and there's two sailors on board yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good how was your days in the navy Harry? how long did you spend in the navy uh, eight years in the navy yeah so that was good so how many uh, years were sober in the navy eight years in the navy yep <laughs> 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 Love it. Oh, so, no, that was that was a good, um, good run. So yeah, learned a lot of, lot of good skills and met people who have become lifelong friends. Obviously, when you're in that sort of environment, mm-hmm. you'll you'll get a core group of friends that, as they say, like you see on all the Facebook posts, you can go 
years without talking to these people and once you catch up again it's just like you you never stopped yeah so it's always good to have that Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. That's, that's awesome. I mean, I've worked in, in quite a few different industries and jobs and look, I had pretty close relationships with people there, but I, just, I tend to, when I move on to the next job, almost there's like a, a disassociation with that previous crowd. Yeah. So it's yeah. really good that, you know, like, yeah, something like the Navy, yeah. you've still got those long-term friendships. You haven't just gone, I've done my stint, thanks guys, I'm out, and then it's lost contact. Yeah. Do, you, do you reckon that gets embedded into you when you go into your training? Like your first bit of training? No, I think it's more, a lot of it is you're spending, you're spending like days, to, like when you're out on a ship, you're spending 24 hours a day with these people. Mm. And then you're doing... You, t- you tend to remember your second yeah, part. Well. You, you sort of remember who you're with, but yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you're spending all that time, you're doing different things and you're in environments yeah. where you don't have a normal day-to-day life. And yeah. it sort of builds that, that bond between people. Yeah. And you're noticing in all the, all the defence forces, they've... I've got the similar sort of story that you'll you'll know people mm. that you'll know for the rest of your life, and well, yeah, you just call dad's up the same. He yeah. was in the RAF, and he's got lifelong friends out of that that he still. Oh, sees. That's amazing. Even people that he did his recruitment course with. Yeah. Well, look you know, at Dan Baldwin. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know? So that people like that just come to mind, and you know, my dad's one of those guys. That, you know, every time you go somewhere, you can be. Bloody anywhere, mate. You could be in Melbourne. You could be, you know, Ipswich. Oh, g'day. How you going? Yeah, he turns around and goes, oh, dear, 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 like, yeah. just, And I'm going, how do you know this guy? Oh, you know, I used to play cricket with him or, you know, such and yeah. such. And then and I was like, oh, this guy, how do you know Your him? dad would oh. probably tell you about every shot he played in that game oh. that he played with that guy. Yeah, and then he turns around and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, he was at the Bavel Swifts when I played under 16s yeah. for Queensland or something. I was like, and Pull back just, for Jerusalem. Every yeah. time you go somewhere, he just... He mm. runs into someone he knows. It could be bloody anywhere, right? Yeah, no, I know, <laughs> Just, right? Exactly. It's incredible. But I guess if you, if you spend a, uh, a significant time in, in defence yeah. forces, right, you would have you – know, did you have, like, postings to, to different did, bases? Yeah, so you do postings. Like, we, I did – I didn't have that many postings. I obviously did my initial training down in Melbourne, down at um, Cerberus there, then two years over in Perth. And then back to Melbourne. Did you do two years in Perth? Two years in Perth. Oh, the first that. time. And, yeah, just in the um, – on Garden Island there. So uh, that, no, once Rocky again, like you're going to different bases, right? I'm guessing, are you on different ships? Like um, different deployments to ships? And yeah, those? you do. I, only, I was only on two ships, which was Anzac and Warramunga. Right. So and the rest of the time was like on the base? The rest of the time was at the bases there. Right. So all the bases obviously have um, support buildings. So what, do you have swimming pools you like spend the day in because you're in the Navy? Do you just sit in swimming pools the whole day? <laughs> just stay hydrated. That's, yeah. on, on some weekends. Just so you're, yeah. like, <laughs> just so you're floating yeah. around like you're floating. on the ocean. <laughs> Initial training, mate. Yeah, so right. I shouldn't take the piss out of it. So, but yeah, <laughs> so. you're basically going from you know like group of group yeah. of you know and spending a lot of time with people. And so yeah, obviously point. you're posting to your to your bases, and then obviously there's ships that are uh, ho based. Yeah. There. Mm. So you'll have five or six ships, whatever whatever it is that are there, and then yeah. they'll go there, um, do their deployments, and then come back. And then mm. what what the maintenance bases, like the maintenance workshops on those bases do. When, when they come back, the guys on the ship will have a break and the guys that are on the bases will go on and do oh, any of yeah. the maintenance work they couldn't do. Yeah. Do their village people um, yeah. selfies sure. you know, and TikToks. YMCA. <laughs> exactly, on the <laughs> shirt, sitting up on the gun. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you do in, in the Navy? How, what was your So role? I was an uh, electronic Navy. technician. So I looked after all the underwater sensors. So oh. echo sounders, uh, sonar, torpedo decoys, all that sort of stuff. Hold your breath for a long time. I've, seen, I've seen down periscope. Yeah, yeah. yeah down periscope. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen down, yeah. down periscope after yeah. I turned 40. And that, that movie is hilarious. I saw it again <laughs> recently. I love the guy. Is it like the sonar guy? Yeah. Talking, talking. Was he talking to the dolphins or something? <laughs> the dolphins. <laughs> like, wasn't Harry doing that at Morton the other day? No, no. That's what I'm just thinking every dolphins. time there's a, Howard, there's a like a naval movie that's it's, yeah, down Periscope. Oh, well, no, Periscope. Would you so go back in? Sorry. So you were just servicing that kind of stuff, all of the electronics? Yeah, so I just looked after all that sort of stuff. So on the, on the ship, obviously... I was seeing the guy, overseeing the guys. Like once you obviously able seaman, then you got leading seaman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> just, sorry. The, the common reaction that we get. Just, just one, one word. Right? There's, there's always one, and it's always Glenn. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus! So your seaman haven't had a bisectomy then because they're able. <laughs> Just remind me. Do remember, they have disabled parts? No, that's a disabled. Was it com- remember Comedy Company? Sorry, comedy was it the Comedy oh, Company or shit. or one of those. It was Michael Veach, I think it was, who oh, had that yeah. guy. And every time, like, he, I don't know if he's playing a school kid or something, but right? it's like, 
he said, Bob, he said, Bob. And it was like this character that every time someone, you know, innuendo was said, he just went into this hysterical thing. It's just like, and then we have Glenn. Yeah. Why do they call them semen? Because they're out sea, sea, mate. I get that, but surely they can come up with a different name. Well, not not everyone laughs at semen every time they hear it, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Some people can't handle it. (laughs) It's just certain things trigger you, don't they? (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Able semen. Sorry, is that when you get pregnant? Is it able semen? No, that's leading semen. Leading semen. So how you were telling me, I think it was on the weekend, you mentioned like these swims in the ocean. Yes. You'd be on a ship right out in the middle of nowhere and then you just overboard. Yep. So what they'd do, they'd they'd call a swim ex, everyone, they'd stop the ship. Um, Anyone who wasn't on duty or who wasn't required to be doing their work, they would just, you can go for a swim. Wow. And what wow. we used to have, we used to have a guy on the bridge. So one of the bosun's mates would be up on the, one of the bridge wings. It must be a long road. Hey, it's it's, it's a cargo a net to come back up. Bridge to a ship, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, like, could you just imagine that though? Like even <laughs> if you go on, so if, and I'll just ignore that. I didn't, didn't make any <laughs> I sense. Try, I didn't tried you get to. It? I no, tried. He's it. on the bridge. It must be a long bridge oh, to the ship. Like, okay, gotcha. <laughs> middle of the ocean. There's a uh, okay. <laughs> God, yes. if it has to be explained, I think it's we're done. <laughs> no, 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 it's a dad joke. Anyway, sorry, Harry. Keep going. Yeah, so so on the bridge, obviously up up on one of the bridge wings, you'd have a bosun's mate with a with a style there, keeping watch out for sharks or style anything explain? like that. That's What's a plastic gun that the Australian Defence Force use. Oh, okay, style. Okay, style. it's like a real one, only plastic. Right. Okay. Oh, What's that yeah. going to shoot rubber bullets? No, it's just lighter, isn't it? Just, it's just, just yeah. lighter. So. And then obviously so the bang he, bang bits of metal, yeah. but the handle and everything's plastic, right? <laughs> and, the, and the little things that come out of metal too. So. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh. So he's up there, obviously watching <laughs> out for pain, sharks. Pain or was there any in the water? Was there any close encounters? Um, one of the ones we did have, we there. did have a sea snake one time. So in they, the middle of the ocean. In the middle of the ocean. And what the hell's he doing? Um, <laughs> he's looking for Howie. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't doing much after our spotter got him, <laughs> not, which all our was animal lovers will love. What's that? Was he coming for you, the sea snake? Oh, I think he was. Oh, he was coming for us, but I think he was just swimming around, having more curious than anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, his own business one. He did get lit he, up. He with was him. for a little bit, but <laughs> normally because um, what our spotters used to do at the end of the swim, they'd throw a little chunk of wood out and then have um, target practice with it. <laughs> so this this time we didn't have to have that target practice. So he has has shot the snake, and everyone felt felt very safe um, going for a swim when he was out on the wind. Yeah, but hang on, how, hang on, how safe do you feel swimming in the ocean, knowing that there's someone up on a bridge shooting into the water to get rid of a sea snake? Most most of the people were <laughs> out of the water before he before he was starting to shoot. Okay, oh, cool. really? Thanks for so, yeah. and, sung out. Watch out for the yeah. snake. Yeah. So, so they call everyone in first, on, and then fine. yeah, <laughs> and you always swim around bigger people. Yeah. So as long as you're quicker than them, yeah. it's okay. So Eric, Eric's up on the bridge, but he's that, fine. That's why I don't. That's why I'm not in the navy anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, Eric's up on the bridge. You know, on the spotter, and I go, it's all right. The optometrist just gave me a new set of glasses last week. You guys will be fine. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's crazy. It light up, you know. Yeah, yeah. It shoots, shoots everyone yeah, but the sea snake. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they sound like. Yeah, is, no. is there anything you miss about like like that sort of experience? So do you get out and, and sort of go, I mean, because I mean, we're talking about, um, you know, like how much stuff people in the army, right? There's obviously trauma and that of deployments, et cetera. Mm. But even the other side, I guess, if you've been in a job, like how long were you in the Navy? I was eight years in the eight Navy. Eight years. Right, so you're doing eight years in, in that and sort of building that com- camaraderie. When you get out and you like become civilian life, like how, how's that transition? Uh, it's not a bad trend. It's not, it's a very different lifestyle, obviously, because you're not, um, at a moment's notice, you're not getting called away or, or being told that, you, you need to be ready to go at a moment's notice. Yeah. Um, it's obviously less structured than you mm-hmm. are in, in, the, in the forces. So it is, is that change, getting used to that, not being so regimented, your daily life yeah. as well. And told what to do. And told what to do. And yeah. mm. so do, you think, do you think like Navy suits a certain kind of person, somebody who likes structure and, and rigor? in general? Yeah, like just think, to keep them you know, like motivated, on track and involved? Versus, do you think it's a yeah, personality I think, type? I think it is that as well. And it's also like a lot of people nowadays, oh, I think back then as well, it was a good, good money owner. It was good something to do Safe. between school Mm. Or if you want to do something else, or you didn't know what and you, you can wanted do a to trade do, trade in there too, right? You do, you can do trades, yeah. And obviously, that's. Yeah. I think they're starting to now. They're a lot more recognised. Once they come out of out of the defence force as well, the trades are a lot more streamlined with yeah civilian industries and that, and they're yeah. all trained that sort of way. So yeah. it's not that big step that it used to be 
to try and That's get right. your qualifications recognised. I heard carpenters would come trade. out of the army and then not be qualified when they come back into civilian life and they'd have to go and redo their apprenticeship. Yeah. yeah, even though they'd done one in the they army, or it, the, yeah. But I was also yeah. wondering. I mean, there's, there's certain skills, obviously, that you would have in a defence force that you wouldn't think, like, I don't know, tank driver, or you know, certain skills in in you know, in areas like even if you're a gunny, machine gunner, or something like. Like, how do you transition into civilian life with those skills? Oh, it'd be you know, very they, hard. I think that would be the yeah, the, the sorts of things. But it'd I guess be, if you've got like an electrical engineer or you're a mechanic or something else like that, might be a bit easier. A lot of it then, when you do that sort of stuff, then you've still got to go through that civilian education scheme as well just to get either RPL or mm. do the do the modules that the civilians want that the Defence yeah. Force don't give you yeah. to get that qualification as well. Yeah, RPL's probably a good thing for that because yeah. then you're not sitting the whole but thing I think, again. I think now that they're, they're a bit more aligned with the civilian well, trades and be. all that sort of stuff, yeah. They have to be. I think they're really struggling to get numbers. Oh, like, they are, yeah. You think of the young kids today that are under 20, they're not going to go and join the army. No. Nah. Are they? That's too hard. You know, it's that's work. Yeah, that's work. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I guess, yeah, the alternative, like if you can, like this is the selling point, right? If you can go into a defence force, be paid well, mm-hmm. you know, do that trade and come out with a qualification, would be that's right. far better than, you know, going through maybe a uni or some sort of other oh, um, TAFE, TAFE kind of thing, right? And then yep. going and doing an apprenticeship on a low wage. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe maybe that's the attraction, right? You, you get to see the You would have yeah. seen the world? Like, Parts of the world? Yeah, it's all parts of the world. So we had a good yeah. few, few Lots trips of water. Up. Lots of water. Yeah. Lots of beaches. So, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously do, we do a lot of trips around Asia and that just to get familiar with uh, with the areas and that sort of stuff. And I think you saw it more to build the relationships as well yeah. you know, with those countries. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it's, um, you know, like you said, it, it is a great thing for kids to go and do, especially now we're going into a time of hardship. I really yeah. think we are, you know, going into a time of hardship. with you some certainty there? Oh, 100%. Look at the Reserve Bank, mate. They keep, like we spoke about in the show a couple of weeks yeah. ago, they keep smashing the people that have home loans and everyone else is like going off and spending like they've never spent before. Mm. So I think it is a really good safety thing for kids. Because yeah. if you go and get a job with a carpenter, say, to do your apprenticeship now, you've just come out of high school, which there are yeah. a lot of kids who be looking around for jobs right now. Yep, um, so yeah, exactly. So if you're looking to look for that job and then that carpentry business, he's doing renovation work. And that yeah. dries up because there's no money for the homeowner to spend on a renovation. Yeah. Well, you're out of a job. So yeah, you might have given yeah. two years yeah. in an apprenticeship yeah. and all of a sudden you're now trying to find a new host. But there's another 300 kids trying to find a new host. Yeah. You yeah, know, but I guess least- going into the Defence Force too, it also may solve the problem for you know, a young person who wants to move out of home, right? Like housing Absolutely. affordability. Yeah. You oh. go into the Defence Forces, go do, you know, eight, eight to ten years. Yep. Um, well, you've got housing and, and things provided, you get right? Or yeah. You get subsidies yeah. and, and things like that. Yeah. So you've actually you probably got a base. better pathway. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, though, the only thing that you really probably faced in, in reality is, you know, with uncertain times, you know, like obviously there's potential conflict in, you know, in, in our regions, you know, on the horizon, et cetera, like that. Some people might be fearful of, oh, I don't want to sign up just in case, you know, something does escalate in Europe, you know. With who's... Yeah, I totally yeah, or, agree. Or, or China and Taiwan, if Australia maybe. gets involved in that, right? Maybe that might be another thing that defence forces. Oh, are, I totally agree, you know. and we're right at that peak. I think we're on a knife's edge in the world yeah. right now, in my opinion, and that might be, you know, well, if probably a little bit more happened, uncertain mate, than it has been in the last thirty years. Right? Absolutely, yeah. And, and if something happened like China come in and invaded Australia, who'd defend us? Oh, I think America would be. America would defend us. Yeah. America's a big partner of us with our military. Yeah, but but in Australia, if they if they had a national call up and said, yeah. right, we need all of these kids to come and, you know, if you're born on this date like they did in World yeah. War II. I, I don't think we'd see that, though. I don't think people would invade Australia. I think our conflict would be more so, let's say, China invaded Taiwan. No, I think that's right. almost about to happen. Well, and, and if it does, and if the US get in there, you know, we'll probably have some sort of involvement because we follow in and... We've obviously got, you know, military packs with other countries as well. So mm. I think, if anything, we'd get dragged into something. I don't think we'd necessarily see invasion or attacks on us unless unless we were doing something, you know, or it was a cheap shot from China to go, look, you've participated in this, so we're going to have a hit on you. Well, we've got a lot of commodities here, man. Like, we've got a oh, lot of wealth yeah. China, sitting in the ground. China and India own most of them already, so... Yeah. yeah, yeah. So But they, they've already they tried to invade here. When yeah. was that? World War Two. When they hit Darwin, oh, that, that was that was um, that was Japan, right? Japan yeah. bombed Darwin. Why? Um, Does anyone know the backstory no, of that? Was, that was the World War, right? We were yeah. participating in that, right? And once again, our allies were the US, and that so so we, we become a target. We were, yeah, exactly, right? Okay. So it's it's basically 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to see a full scale invasion where you know, our major cities are getting bombed and everything else like that. But yeah, I mean, because you look at you look at you yeah. look at Ukraine, right? That's a a very interesting one. There, Ukraine Ukraine's getting attacked, right? But they're not doing any attacks back on Russian soil. They're just defending, right? And all of the allies who are providing weapons and NATO are providing weapons to Ukraine, they're all on the condition that those are only for defence or like protecting themselves, not for, you know, counteroffensive in back into Russia. Going, well, hang on, you've taken out most of our power. You've, you know, you're bombing civilians. We're going to start retaliatory trikes to start, you know, going. We're going to hit mm. your Russian township. That's that's not what they're about, right? Mm. And I think that's the same sort of thing that maybe we'll see if China hits Taiwan. I don't think anyone's going to go bombing China. But I think people will be coming to the support of Taiwan, you know, through oh, through yeah. aid and and whatever. I, mean, well, I don't know, man. I'm not. But, I'm a military no, 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 expert. Of course, but, yeah. of course. But then that's, but that's like the a boxer being on the ropes, with, right? just copying punches. At what point do you throw a punch back? Yeah, well, so the retaliation. Well, that's the risk, right? So if you talk about these major powers now, I mean, you've obviously got Russia with nukes. Um, you know, you've got China with nukes, US with nukes. Right? I, I don't think anyone's going to. You know, like that's probably why US is staying out of. Out of you know, the, well, they're not staying out of Ukraine, but they're, they're providing Ukraine with stuff on those provisions. Don't hit, you know, don't poke the bear, because it'll be a case of if Russia goes nuclear, you know, America's going to oh, potentially all, chime in. We're and, all fucked. Yeah, it just becomes a bit of a pissing contest, right? Well, yeah, wave your dicks in the breeze. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's going to be, you know, I don't know. This is an interesting one to um to watch. But like, yeah, back from the recruitment side of defence forces, those sorts of discussions that we're having now, families might be having and kids who are listening in are finishing high school or even year 11 might go, look, I want to join the Air Force or I want to go do these sorts of trades. But there might be that fear of, well, oh, hang on with this stuff. If that happens, yeah, I'm going to be the first one to call up. Right? What's your thoughts, Harry? Yeah, I think, yeah, that's obviously a thought in people's minds when they, when they do join the defence forces of what happens if if we do do go to war or do get pulled into a conflict, um, obviously that's a scary thought for, for everyone and yeah. it's a big big choice to make to, to sign up for that sort of thing. Did you have any, anything like that? Did you get sent to... Because, I mean, we've obviously had conflict around the world for, for you know, pretty much forever, right? There's obviously things that were happening in the, in the Middle East. Yeah, we had... Um, Did you get deployed to any of those sorts of things? No, I missed out on East Timor. So we were, I was on Anzac at the time and... I got landed because of an ingrown toenail, so oh, that's, that's, that's that my manly, <laughs> my manly war story. Is I had an ingrown toenail, so they kicked me off the ship. Yeah, um, someone should make a movie about that. You yeah, know? <laughs> be a I comedy. think it's in the works at the moment. It'd, it'd be a comedy like Top Secret, you know, basically Howie there, and then you know, Sarge, we've got to get this one out of here. <laughs> what, what's the um, diagnosis? Ingrown toenail. Yeah, first chopper out back to Australia. You know, Down cruise could play too, it, Some cruise could play it. <laughs> Oh, do, you, do you ever miss him? Have you seen his toe? It's fucking disgusting. No, I, I, I don't want to kick you. No, kick your I would have sent him out of Australia when he got home if he come back with that toe. Let me tell you. I was, going, I was just going to say, like, so we were talking about down Periscope. Um, remember a lot of those movies, right? You had all those parody movies back through. I don't know. I'm not going to sound too old here, but um, you had you had things like you know Top Secret, Spies Like Us. Ever heard um, of it? Ever heard of you it? You know, um, oh, was there was Charlie Sheen, Hot Shots. Oh, there's this whole, yeah, you know, this yeah, whole yeah. Were they in colour, Jase, or are they all black and white? <laughs> no, no, they, <laughs> they have, were in did they have colour. sound? <laughs> no, they're in stereo. Yeah, good on you. Stereo. No, they're all the, remember the spoof? There were just so many spoof movies of... Um, I think the only one that I remember that's probably remember most recent shots. is Scary Movie, right? Scary Movie sending up Scream and that. But but back in the day, like, there's Charlie Sheens and Emilio Estevez and... Leslie all Nelson. Those, he was always good. Goofy Who's that? Who's that? Leslie Nelson. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's real good F- in one well, of those Flying hot High. Flying yeah. High. Now known yeah. as Airplane. Yeah, Flying um, High. Mm. But yeah, there's so much of that parody, funny shit, like movies that we just don't get now. Everything seems to be like DC and, and Marvel franchises and the spin offs and everything. Like, where is that just slap good, happy, mate. you know, just, <laughs> just ridiculous fun? Yeah, I think we're losing that. You know, I think, I think probably the last sense of humor now, don't they? Do you think well, there's no politically correct? Like, because obviously there was a hell of a lot oh, of stuff in those oh. movies that you watch them today, people would <laughs> would have a conniption about. You know what? I, you know what? I started watching the other night on Netflix. It was on Netflix. Might have been on Disney or whatever. One of those fucking things we pay for. Um, <laughs> one of twelve. One like, of twelve things we fucking no, pay no. for, and we watch one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, married with children. Yeah. Oh, oh, what a classic! Guy. Yeah, mate. He it's a he oh, would get yeah. thrown. I, I'm surprised he hasn't had to apologise for the stuff he said. Like, 
he was unreal. Like, yeah. you know, he'd be he'd be selling shoes in the shop, and some lady would come in to go to fit a shoe, and she's like, "It doesn't fit." He's like, "Cause he's got a fat foot." Yeah. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah. you can't say that. <laughs> I, yeah. I think with those ones, though, it was taken back then, they were made, and they were taken in that context that it was just for a laugh as well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Yeah. But even comedy coming in, I would have said that. Yeah. Yeah, fast forward. Was it fast forward and Eric comedy Bennett coming was on that, remember? All of those. And Steve, yeah, yeah Steve Weiser, and that would Steve sit there and play the, um, like the gay um, flight attendants. Yeah. You know, they would sit at the front <laughs> of the plane and, yeah. like, yeah, they, nobody, I'd probably pull that stuff yeah. off today, right? Or you can't. It's not politically correct. No. You'd get bashed for that. Yeah. And it's sad because there are still people out there like us yeah. that would enjoy that. Yeah. And the hard thing is you can people can see it that it's a humour, but it's almost like, well, you can't be funny these days if, if someone's going to take offence. But Mate, the problem is so everyone's going to take offence. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone takes offence. Well, mm. the only person that affects if you're offended is you. So. Mm. That's yes. right. It's all up to you if you get offended or not. But that's a difficult no one, one, right? So, yeah. so many, so many people yeah. are of the opinion: no, you can't do that because it'll be offensive to someone. And you go, but turn around. Any, anything could be offensive to anyone, right? Your offence could be an offence to me. Like it's, mm. h- how do you, you know? Yeah. Sorry, sorry if you're offended, but yeah. you, know, you, you, you must be pretty sad if you go through life getting offended by everything. Yeah. What? It, um, yeah, I, I totally agree. It's 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 to the point where. I just came in on that mic a bit, mate. Sorry, that rain's pretty loud. Sorry. Just need a bit on that mic there. Oh, yeah, yeah cool, cool. Yeah, it's, it's really bucketing down here now. Yeah, so. um, yeah it's, it's really sad that people think that way now. Like, mm. if, you, if you're offended by it, don't fucking watch it. Yeah. If you don't like that comedian, turn him off. Yeah. You have Keep a scrolling. choice. It's, Keep scrolling. It's a bit like a gym yeah. membership. You have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to go back to that, that one? Yeah, that nice. contract. No, no, nice. we're not going there. We're not going there. No. But, you know, there's, there's comedians out there like Jim Jeffries. Yeah. If you watch him, he is yeah. like, I find him so funny. And I went to yeah. see him live and holy shit, the guy's amazing. Mm. But he's so just like dry yeah. and he's so just like, I was thinking that. How funny is that? Because yeah. I've always wanted to say that in public, but couldn't. Yeah. And he's just like, fuck, I don't give a shit. Yeah. This is what it is. Yeah. Kids are cunts. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he yeah. just doesn't care. Yeah. But that's what society really... But there's a bit of know, a gift in that as well, right? It's well, it's well thought out humour. So, like, it's crude and that. Yeah. But 100%. And there's usually a hook. It'll come back around. That's and right. Be, that's right. right. There's normally a hook in there. Yeah. There's, those really good comedians are fantastic yeah. at yeah. writing stuff, yeah. right? So you go off on this little journey and you're going around going, oh, yeah, that was, I thought about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then bang. And you're like, oh, fuck, that's cool. How yeah. funny is that? You know, so they're very good at that. So, but I, I think, you know, society is soft. Yeah. So soft. And I think um, something that you and I were spoken about before, Glenn, which goes back to what you were saying, Jace, the kids these days, they don't, like we had Rodney Reed, Kevin Bloody Wilson oh. and all that growing up. <laughs> and we were listening to that sort of stuff. Yes. Yep. Yep. Obviously, obviously, where our parents couldn't hear us. Mm. Yeah. But we were listening to this sort of stuff, and that's the sort of stuff that they don't have nowadays. That's right. No, but it wasn't even when he lived. I remember, like, <laughs> Kevin Bloody Wilson, right? I remember the first time I heard him. It's, um, Dad was in the Air Force, right? So we used to do these Christmas trips where we'd all go camping with all the people on base. Yeah. And it was like, you know, you're out in a, in a paddock in tents or in the caravan or whatever, and you can hear, you know, everything. Yeah. Do right? And I the parents are like, oh, well, the kids are all asleep, so put it on and go, yeah, Santa Claus, where's me? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're just sitting there in the tent. And you can hear everything. It's like the yeah. parents are like, yeah. uh, all the kids have gone to bed now, let's play this. And we're just yeah. sitting there laying there just going, Dad, that's echoing off and we can hear it from three kilometres away. How good is it? <laughs> um, I know, but I, that's, that's you're as a kid going, this stuff's hilarious. Yeah, I, when, when I was a single dad, um, I'd take the kids... Um, Christmas light. I'll see Kevin, Kevin Bloody Wilson on the radio while you're going Christmas light. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are like, can we play that Santa Claus song again, Dad? Oh, no. Ask him when you yeah. see him. It's classic. Oh. Go to but, school, go. Hey, How was everyone's Claus. weekend? Oh, great, miss. You yeah. know, Santa Claus is like... But they're, but they're timeless classics. Yeah. I'd love to get him on the show, by the way, if we could yeah. reach out to someone like that or even Rodney well, I, know, I know Kevin's still touring around. He's, he? He still does a lot in the UK. Does he? Because he does it with his wife, Betty. Can't say cunting. And Canada. Um, his daughter, Jenny Taylor. <laughs> Jenny Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because she, she does it as well, and she does a few parodies of his his work as well. But she got a lot of songs of her own. Have we wow. seen him? Howie, did we go and see no, him? No, we were supposed to we see supposed him to at this the year. Race I think at the race horse, race horse. Yeah, yeah. yes, wow. that's right. I'd love to go and see him because it's just good humour. Yeah, you yeah. know, like it, it's fun. Just having a bit of fun. That's exactly right. You know, 
And some of the songs are so, yeah. so cool. Yeah, I sing the fun. songs to the kids at work sometimes. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> like where did And I'm you like, get no, that? I just made that up. And they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Taking credit for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I, I, I say things all the time. Like, it's so funny how that stuff just falls off a cliff or it was generational, right? Because remember mm. the 12th man? Everywhere in summer, right? Yeah. My favourite is. I hold always on, just on. go to YouTube, check out the Talk Man if you haven't seen it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favourite was he used to do. I think it was the Marshall Batteries ad, and I don't know if you remember which which CD that was on, right? But no. it was basically the, the premise of it is there was these you know the Marshall Batteries, and the whole ad campaign running on TV at the time was you got a flat battery, a hollow for a Marshall. Oh yeah, hollow right? for a Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah so in the twelfth yeah, yeah. man, and my favourite, I do it all the time. Is this one here? They get stuck on train tracks and can't start the car because the flat battery has to get creamed by a train, right? Yeah. And then they go, they're like hollow for a Marshall, and the guy rocks up, and they're like he's trying to find him, and they're like. We're in the glove box. It's <laughs> 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 classic. So, so I've always, just, and no one gets it. I run around all the time, and you know, someone's like, "Has anyone seen that torch?" And you go, "It's in the glove box." <laughs> and I'm just like, "What are you on?" And I'm going, "It's just that line and that oh, yeah. part of the twelfth man that's just stuck oh, with me." The twelfth man was awesome, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah I right. leave my teeth in a jar beside the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think mean, that was one of the names, right? And yeah. Grahimi Lebroy. <laughs> oh, it was fun. I mean, I think the challenge is too, if somebody tried to repeat that today, or even if he came out, I don't think we have the commentators or the personalities today that, you know, if you mimic them, it would be yeah. quite, quite dull, right? But we yeah. have so many, you know, the Richie Pennos yeah. and the characters back in that day and the yep. chapels yeah. <laughs> that, that taking the piss of them was hilarious. But these days it would be quite stale. Well, that's exactly right because everyone is so politically correct now, you know, and they're all in this little, like... The, the networks are putting the commentary team in a box saying you can't say this, you can't say that, you've just yeah. got to read the game, you yeah. know, where, you know, Bill would talk about his pigeons for three hours <laughs> in between the hours. <laughs> oh, Shut uh-huh. the fuck up, Bill. <laughs> you know, like, oh, he's a Victorian. You know, like, it's just yeah. funny. It's just yeah. good, good humour. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... It's like, I mean, there's so much of that stuff in that era, right? Yeah, Kevin oh, Wilson, hey, hey, the 12th Saturday. man. Oh, my yeah. God. Mate, oh, and they tried up. to bring that back and it failed yeah. massively. Yeah. Because the, the next generation didn't get it. Like, Remember we're all even, sitting here. Dickie Nee, like, <laughs> how Dickie Nee, like, you know, John Blackman. <laughs> the stuff John that Blackman, he used mate. to throw oh. up, like, off the top of his head. Cheers. You know, the, the innuendo in that, the comments that, you know. Yep. Out, you couldn't get away with that today, right? No, no. And it's no. a shame, you know, but, um, it, but it's some of like that all stuff the ag- is classic. All the aggro bloopers you see nowadays. Oh, <laughs> Jamie Dunn. He's Jack- getting around. He was on Nova the other day. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's still around. He was on 98.9 there for a while as well. He was, he was a commentator on 98.9, that's right. And then he went on to River. Oh, sorry, River. <laughs> sorry. He <laughs> went on to Nova as a guest the other morning. It might have been uh, Monday morning. I've actually sent him something on Instagram of the Ted Shed saying, can you please come on? Because yeah. yeah. it would be, it'd be yeah. really oh, yeah. cool to get oh, someone like that on. Wouldn't mate, that be great? He is unreal. Like, he hasn't responded? Nah, Boris and the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Remember oh, that one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Remember the, and then this is a funny thing. Remember when you used to go to the Ecker and you get the show bags? I remember yeah. there was one, and I saw it somewhere. I don't know if it was my dad's place, but I put up a, a, a post about it. Oh, about a year or so ago now, Boris the Breakfast Club breakfast bowl. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that? It was one. like a brown yeah. brown bowl. Of Boris, yeah, I, still, I found one somewhere. Did you? I, I mean, my parents' house, or wow. I've just gone. Oh my god! And my dad's got it as a bloody coin tray or something <laughs> yeah. in the kitchen. I'm just like, wow. That's what a bit amazing. of history that is from, from back then. Right? I used to love Boris and the Breakfast Club. Oh. And even now, kids yeah. don't watch cartoons. No. The kids will get up with me in the morning. I'll be going to work, all right? It's 5.30 or whatever. Mm. Chili or Knox or Harley or someone will get up and I'm like, oh, I'll put on like ABC for kids for you. Yeah. They're like, no. as soon as I put the control down, they're like, can we watch YouTube? Yeah. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. The cartoons are gone. Yeah. And what, but, I don't, what I don't get, I think you and I have spoken about YouTube, right? So, I mean, any listener listening, this is what the audio is like when I hear it. And, oh, oh. and I'm just sitting there and going, you're peeking yeah. out, it's screaming, it sounds like shit. I'm like, take Ooh, the microphone. Watch us do this funky thing. Oh, yeah, take the microphone off, out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Right. But they just sit there and most of the time it's like somebody, so much stuff now, somebody just sitting around. They've got mm. a picture of themselves up in the corner mm. watching a cartoon and just laughing or reacting to... And video or, games. Or playing things. video games video that they games. have, oh, that yes. the kids have, but they're watching someone else play it. I know. <laughs> Kai is on that. I just don't yeah. Get it. yeah, it'll be like 
10 to 6 in the morning and he's playing his video game like he's on YouTube yeah, and he's yeah. screaming out, going, look at me do this and look at me do that. And we're like, yeah. shut the fuck up, mate. Like, oh. it's 10 to 6 in Watch the morning. sleep. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, those, those video games, too. I mean, like, it's a whole industry, right? These YouTubers are making money off, obviously, views and, and stuff like that. There's a but, local guy here at Logan. His dad's the something to do with the local councillor. He oh. makes $5 million a year off of that Just gaming. Off, off that thing where he... Plays a game, talks about it. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's like five million bucks a year. Yeah, and he's a local guy here from Logan. There's so many. I can't remember. I can't remember what it is. But yeah, there's so many platforms. Like even when we looked at the podcasting stuff, there's so many articles on the platform that we use of how you integrate this if you're a gamer and how you stream live and how you do all this stuff. I'm just going. I can't can't see how just kids can sit there just watching someone play a video game with you know them superimposed in the corner with a headset on, just. Mm. You know, I, I, guess, I get it if they're cheats. Can like we do one? Do what? Mario Kart? Do, Mario, no, Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh. The original Mario <laughs> Brothers. Oh, my God. Imagine a little retro. Yeah, we you know what we really like. We play Donkey Kong Country. You get through level three and can't get through the fourth level. And, you know, our, our, our YouTube, controller. Yeah, yeah, some three-year-old comes in and knows the cheats. And yeah, bang. exactly. Our, yeah, our YouTube um, series ends Mario up Kart three levels. Fun. Yeah. Mario Kart World know. Series. <laughs> Don't fucking throw a banana at me, you bastard. <laughs> have a <laughs> shell. Shell. <laughs> but how many With times, shell. I mean, you, you just, yeah, fits of laughter. Like, like that, that's mm. fun, right? Get that's off fun. the YouTube and actually play Mario Kart. You're sitting there, you're leading. Nights at your house? Mario Party. Yeah, Remember Mario Party. Yeah, we used we'd to do there. bowling and yeah. Yeah, all huge, sorts of things. Huge fun. Well, we've got a Switch now, so all of those games are still around, but they're in you know, incredible definition, right? Mm. But we still have a, we have a Wii still. Go back and play. We have a Wii every morning the- about 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Nintendo, Nintendo <laughs> Wii. Oh, Nintendo Wii. Yeah. <laughs> go, go back and play the old games. They're still a lot of fun, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Switch is great because they're obviously higher you know, res and some of the soccer games. But Mario Kart's just one of those enduring games where, yeah. you know, Three laps in, or you know, two and a half laps in, you see the finish line, you think, "Yes, I got this." And then there's been someone sitting behind you with a blue shell, or and then they just <laughs> go ready straight up your and ass. Then, and then seven players drive past you, and mm-hmm. you got two meters, and you're trying to get your car across, or you're physically jumping <laughs> with the controller, <laughs> get across the line, and then you go, yeah, and then yeah, go bloody hell, first to first to eighth, yeah, zero to zero, be like the lawnmower racing, Jace. Speaking of lawnmower racing, we ran into Gaz tonight. Um, he was the yeah. president of the lawnmower club, and he's yeah. got his own little podcast going by himself called Gaz's Garage, yeah. and he's trying to launch it, I think, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, um, so, yeah, any of our listeners that are looking to look for another podcast that's local, um, yeah, Gaz's Gaz is going to start Garage. his. So, is hmm. what, do you know what the, the topic is? Mostly motorsport? Oh, or? look, he's very motorsport-based. I met, yeah. I met Sweetums. Um, <laughs> I love that one. I uh, met Sweetums uh, a very long time ago, probably back in like 94, 95 yeah. uh, in the speedway scene. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, obviously we've stayed friends since. But uh, I think it will be fairly a bit motorsport based because he is very passionate about that. I know he does a lot of go-kart stuff yeah. locally. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and obviously he was the president of the Mower Club, which is, you know, really grassroots racing. Oh, God, my <laughs> Bit dry, yeah. It's, um, but yeah, basically, um, yeah. So have a listen out for that. We should, cool. we should get him in. Yeah, well, I think we should get him in because yeah. he's he's you know he's gone through a, a battle himself with some some personal stuff um, on mental health. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it would be good to get Gaz in and and have a chat and um, like yeah, I said, any of our listeners, bit. jump over and have a listen to him. Yeah, learn a bit about Gaz's garage. Yeah, Gaz's garage. Yeah, yeah awesome. Yeah, so I know he's got some big ties to. Um, to some go-kart races and some guys that have now even gone on to V8 Supercar. Yeah. So right. he's been around a long time. He's been time. around a while. Yeah, yeah. he, he did be put his daughter through well, some, uh, He did race Speedway yeah. back in the day, um, probably in the early 90s. He ran a leader sprint car. Yeah. Um, and then I met him through a mutual friend of ours uh, crewing on a sprint car. Yeah, right. So, so he, he's, crewed, yeah. he's crewed for some big sprint car names over the years. Yeah, so he'd have, a, he'd have a fair few stories to share with us about the Speedway scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah... It's um, but yeah, reach out, have a have a listen. Um, another local guy, um, you know, just and that's what we're all about, stories. right? Supporting local people. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we've just hit the or just under the hour mark. Howie, thanks so much for coming in and, and sharing a beer with us, mate. No worries. It's been great to be back in the Ted shed and good to have a uh, chat to you two guys. Champion. It's a bit, a bit like old times, right? We just fall <laughs> fall back into the neutral days. <laughs> yes. Oh, mate. 
Thank you very much for coming along. And, um, yeah, Glenn, thanks for, for joining us and, and once again um, providing this space for us all to, um, to oh, get together and have a chat. Absolute pleasure, mate. Absolute pleasure. Oh. So hopefully that um, rain hasn't been too bad. Once again, we hear everything here and then yeah. you know, we listen back and go, oh, what are we talking about? But yeah, um, remember to like and share us and comment and subscribe yeah. and do all that and uh, get involved with us. I think we should put a challenge out there. Chase between now and the next episode and we might even read this one out mm-hmm. we had a few jokes tonight why don't we try and get the best dad joke oh send us your dad jokes send us your best dad joke and the best one will get read out I've got one actually oh you got a dad yeah, joke to finish yeah. on okay oh, do you want to lay it on us here we no. go <laughs> yeah let's finish up with a dad joke alright here we go okay so why do ducks grow feathers why do ducks grow feathers um no, I'm, no, I'm I've got nothing no. To cover their bum quacks. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, great. great and that's great. the level think, of competition you think... you'll have to try and beat now. <laughs> yeah. If you've got a joke and you want to share it, look, yeah, send it in. Please. Um, yeah, on, on any platform you can find us on, you know, send us your uh, email is info at um, thetedshed.com, um, Facebook, Instagram. Like, share, and send us your jokes. Thanks for listening. It's um, been great. Thanks, boys. Is a